All right, let me tell you real quick about Relief Factor 100% drug-free, created by doctors for key ingredients that help your body fight against inflammation. Can't sleep through the night? Your neck hurts, your shoulder hurts, your hips hurt, whatever hurts. (laughs) Make it stop. Relief Factor can help. Uh, It has helped me a great deal and a lot of people that I know and a lot of our listeners, a ton of our listeners. 800-583-84 or click on relieffactor.com. Try the three-week quick start. They do it for three weeks because you don't have to keep taking it over and over again. If if you're not seeing some improvement in three weeks, you're not going to see improvement. At least that's what they have found. 70% of the people find uh, the improvement and find relief within the first three weeks. So try it for 20 bucks. Uh, if it doesn't work, stop taking it. But take it three times a day. Take it as directed. Uh, and hopefully you will find the relief that I have found. And I have found tremendous, tremendous relief. Relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com, 800-583-84. Bill O'Reilly is coming up. And I have solved the Jesse Smollett case. I've solved it when we come back. To it. Get it close. Just get it close. And I need The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck program. I can't believe we have been this stupid. Stu, I have solved the Jesse Smollett case. The Jesse Smollett case. You mean why his name is Jesse and not Jesse? <laughs> no. No, okay. I haven't solved that one. Okay. That's beyond. Okay, what did he buy? What did he buy? What, what did the what did the what did the Nigerians buy? The two Nigerian brothers bought yes. a red hat, red hat, uh, bleach, bleach, and they bought rope, rope, or twine. Right, got it. So they bought those things. What else could you be doing? Right. That's why it was obvious that they were attacking. They were the fake attack was happening from these two brothers. Yes, and this has been bothering us. And last night you did an experiment, and we'll talk about that. Didn't work out. I got it. And I'll prove it to you. I've done it. I've finished it. We go there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck program. Also, we want to talk a little bit about uh, President Trump last night. Was that the gravy stain teeth, uh, gravy stain shirt guy that I predicted in 2007? Yes, that was uh, that, that was him. Thing. Yeah. The only thing he didn't do is. Ah, I farted, but we all fart, right? <laughs> uh, so we'll talk about that. Bill O'Reilly is also coming up. In a good way, by the way. Yeah. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah. In a good way. The gravy stain shirt, in a good way. No, the gravy stain, well, we'll get into it later. Um, Simply Safe, 100% committed to helping you fear less at home. Simply Safe protects your home 24 7, no hidden fees, no contracts. This is why they are the fastest-growing home security company in the U.S., protecting over 3 million people. They were started by a young guy who was just trying really just to help his friends who were renting apartments, and there was this crime spree going on, and they needed something. So he came up with this just to help them, and it caught on, and everybody's like, can I buy one of those things from you? And now he's got this amazing, amazing company. This is a success story that is so American. It started with a principle, simple values, just cut the crap and make a better, easier to use, something that you can control and not control you because of contracts and strings and wires. 
See if you can make a better mousetrap. He did. Simply Safe. Go to simplysafebeck.com. Simplysafebeck.com. Get a 10% discount. No contracts. Your monitoring is $14.99 a month, and that's it. Simplysafebeck.com. Free shipping, free returns, 10% off. Now, simplysafebeck.com. Okay, I'm going to need that. You know, and I also have another comment on uh, I also have another comment on how this this has solved two problems. One, America's so racist. America's so racist. No, it's not. These hate crime. No, it's not happening. It's not happening. And I'll I'll explain here in a second. Stu, explain your experiment that you guys did uh, that you guys did uh, last night. Well, as you know, Glenn, this is this case has gripped the nation. And Jesse Smollett has come out and said he was innocent since day one, and he's told the yeah. truth since day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most people um, truly want to believe the best in others. Right. And we want to believe Jesse and his incredible story sure we of how white people who were MAGA voters in Chicago, which is an incredibly large population of people, came after him and committed a hate crime. On him, and we want to believe that, but the problem is mm. it's hard to get past the fact that two people he knew very closely and had given large amounts of money to happened to be on camera at a hardware store buying every single thing they needed to commit a fake ha- uh, hate crime on Jesse Smollett. Right. And so, what did they buy? They, they bought, bought bleach. bleach. We have it right here. They bought, they bought a red hat. Red hat. Right and here. they bought rope or twine. Twine. So Got it. I was inspired by recently watching Making a Murderer Season 2. Yes. And basically, if you haven't seen that, mm-hmm. they go back after the first season mm-hmm. and try to figure out where the initial case went wrong. And they recreate all of these key moments in the case with evidence. And, that, for example, they bought a life-sized in the in the real weight doll of a of a woman that was supposedly mm-hmm. killed, mm-hmm. and they dipped her hair in blood, and they kept throwing her into the back of this of this you know uh, wagon so SUV so that they could see what the blood splatter was like, oh. and then they could prove how that was done. So they were okay. like reverse engineering all these events. Sure, sure. So I thought last night, what if we went to the hardware store and bought all the same things that these Nigerian brothers purchased? Mm-hmm. And then we could recreate our theory of what the crime is to get Jussie off the And so the hook. what was the theory? The theory was mm. that it was not a hate crime. That's right. it's, it's ridiculous. Sure, sure, sure. It's not a fake uh, hoax crime. Mm. What they did is they, they wanted to, in a similar fashion that you did with this wonderful or controversial painting that... Uh, <laughs> That you found at a that yard I sale. found right. at a yard sale. And you went to the yard sale. So this is what gave me the idea is you went yeah. to the yard sale mm-hmm. and you just wanted to buy a blank canvas. Yes. So you just picked up any painting and you brought yeah. it home and you looked at it and you realized it was a very controversial Adolf Hitler Planned Parenthood painting. What are the <laughs> yes. odds? What are the odds? Very what are the odds? Low. I Don't know who the artist is. Right. Yeah. And so my thought was maybe what they wanted to do mm-hmm. is purchase not a red hat. Yes. But a white hat, white so hat. that they could design because they're fashion designers. Right? They just they wanted to. They they're wanted not, to, but well, they maybe are. they are. Maybe they have. Maybe and they're, they are models. They're models. Get, okay. They're all right. Industry. Okay. All right. So they wanted to buy a red hat. They were going to bleach the red hat to make it white, so they could design their new hats that they wanted to sell. Now that does not explain, of course, the rope. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Marissa and I were talking about it today. Mm-hmm. 
She said they did not buy any gloves, Glenn. So you have to tie the hats in and dip it in the bleach. There you go. Okay. That's That's what you're doing. I think it's a plausible theory, and I think we could have had that to at least the Supreme Court. Right. However, the problem occurred when we we tried to bleach the hats uh, that we purchased last night for 12 hours in bleach, and what happened was they somehow got darker, darker red. I did not know well, that was they're a kind of they're just kind of like they've been worn for a while, which gave me hmm. the idea. Okay, where did this crime happen? Crime we happened. have to we have to we have to answer for the red hats, the rope, and the bleach. That's hard. It's hard. Very difficult. What were they doing besides this crime? And the rope, I'll remind you, was tied in a noose. Ah, that's very true. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's not just that they used the rope, so that wouldn't have worked with the hat mm-hmm. and the bleach if you're trying to make it white. So, where did this crime happen? Uh, in Chicago. Enough said. I would rest my case, Your Honor, if all of the jurors weren't such dopes. <laughs> you would not be a good lawyer. <laughs> right. You don't want to start off a trial with that. <laughs> this jury is full of dopes. I'd rest it because I know, I know, Your Honor, you know where I'm going when I say <laughs> a hat, bleach, and ropes tied into nooses. In Chicago. In Chicago. Right. I don't. Now, I, as a juror, mm-hmm. I don't understand where you're going at <laughs> right. all. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, let's let's just start with the hats. People like to wear hats. Am I right, Your Honor? You're absolutely right. Okay. People, people what is the problem wearing. of wearing a hat in Chicago? Well, uh, one problem would be that it's it's quite windy. In Give me your hat. Give me the hat the that windy, you did yesterday. The Windy City. The Windy City, Your Honor. I think you see where I'm going. Now, let me... <laughs> I don't see where you're going Let yet, me ask you this. Clear. Look at the top of this ball cap. What do you see on the top of the ball cap? Uh, there are... Um, there's a little, a little, you know, button there at the top. Yes. And you have a, a, several small holes. Oh! What is that? I'm sorry. What was that? Several small holes. What are those holes for? Ventilation? <laughs> That's know. a stupid way to <laughs> ventilate, right? Why would you do this? This <laughs> is an all-cotton hat. This, Your Honor, I contend, was was something that the defendant saw, and it sparked an idea. Everybody is losing their hats. Now, these holes are a little small. Now, watch me. Watch me closely as I slow down for the jury all i'm gonna do is i'm gonna cut the hat i asked counsel why he keeps insulting the jury you're supposed to be winning them over just in case you're not clear of how this process because they're gonna feel stupid when they're done they're just gonna feel like oh my gosh it's one of those things like how come i didn't invent the toothbrush (laughs) that's that's a great point (laughs) okay okay so wait now you've cut Holes. I've cut those two holes by the ears, you know, at the top. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've cut them into bigger because why? I don't have small little thread or something. I bought this at a hardware store and I'm going for a rustic. Now, this is important. I'm going for a more rustic, authentic look. What's everybody into right now? That's a really Being broad question. Authentic, <laughs> oh, right? Okay. You want something authentic. <laughs> that was not what I would have guessed. But yeah, well, go ahead. because you're in the jury box. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so 
You have to cut these holes over open a little bit more. And remember, authentic, something that looks like, man, he's been wearing that forever. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Like right. So it's worn a little bit. It's worn a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's got a couple of holes here. Now, you're, if you want to make you want to make a strap for a hat, you could just make a strap for a hat. But that is not authentic. And who wants that strap underneath your chin? So what you wait, do wait, is wait, you cut. Wait, t- wait, wait, hold on. What? A strap for a hat. And who wants the, the strap under your chin? You don't want the strap under your chin. So in theory, this would be a strap that... Keeps your hat on. Are keep- you? Do I have to slow this down even more? <laughs> you do. This okay. hat. So this I, is a hat. Like, what, like is, what is the object? What did I say? Please. Like Mickey Mouse ears. Could we have... Right? Like no, Mickey Mouse ears where no, they kind of strap... The- the, there's a strap for kids on the bottom of their... So they don't fall off. No. <laughs> could I please... Could you please read the transcript back for the... Now even the judge is a dope what is the goal here people want to wear hats it's in chicago they love it's hats. windy it's windy your hat will blow off right. then it's blowing down the street but if you're going to put a hat on first of all you're going to look like a little stupid kid with a little bow under your chin or you know a little snappy thing underneath and then if in people in chicago they're mostly fat that will just cut into their double chin. Just Wait, so now you're calling the jury dumb and fat. They are. Look okay. at them. Oh, yeah. Look well, at them. I can okay. See that. Yeah. All right. So you don't want that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a one minute break, and I'm gonna Wait. come back you're doing and a, dazzle you. You're doing a break in the middle of the trial. What yes. Do you mean you're taking a break. I'm taking a break. You, look. These two guys we're in from session. these we're, two we're guys from right Nigeria now. or wherever the hell they're from. Uh-huh. They don't have any real money. I got to do a commercial to pay for this genius. For this genius. You've sold commercial time in the trial? In the trial, I have. Your Honor, let me just tell you about personal freedoms that you are not protecting. You know why? Because you, Your Honor, are a dope. I'll allow it. Here's the thing. Our freedoms are, we're being, we're being watched. Hey, let, let's go ask the two Nigerians. Hey, what's the problem? Why are you in court? Because somebody's always monitoring what we're doing. Thank you. You and the other guy there who I don't know your name. <laughs> you're not, a, if so, you're not if, classically trained as an attorney, are you? No, but that is the genius of oh, this. Okay. All right. So now let me just now let me just tell you. You know how they could have gotten away with making this hat and, and not having any of this problem? It would have been on the market, would have sold it would have sold a like McDonald's, a billion hats would have sold by now. Okay? But no, they were monitored, and everything is thrown out of whack. You don't want to be monitored? Get yourself a VPN. That's a virtual private network. Nobody is following you. Nobody's tracking you. Nobody's seeing that you're buying bleach and and rope and hats uh, anywhere. It's a secure VPN. And the only people that I trust to provide this for you are the people who've been doing security on the Internet forever, and that is Norton. Get a Norton Secure VPN right now. Go to Norton.com slash VPN. Starts at $3.33 a month with an annual subscription. Don't go anywhere, Marissa, because I'm going to need a model for this hat. No, I just I just want to show how it works. <laughs> it's all coming together. It, wait, when you see this thing come together, you're going to go, I think even the Chicago police are dopes. Maybe, yeah, maybe they'll reverse their... Yeah, I understand it now. Mm-hmm. He's completely innocent. 
Uh, anyway, uh, Norton.com slash VPN. Starting at three thirty three a month with annual subscription. Get one now. Norton.com. Norton.com slash VPN. Norton.com slash VPN. Ten seconds. Station ID. All right. Oh, man. You ever watch, like, I mean, any of these crime shows? You know, it really started with Perry Mason, where at the very, it looks like they're losing, and, the, and it looks like he might even be crazy. And then it all comes together in the last, in that last segment right before the final commercial break, and you're like, oh, my gosh, look at that. Be prepared. <laughs> Okay. Marissa, why don't you come on over here? I'm going to use Marissa mm-hmm. as a model. Now, Marissa, I want you to put on this hat. And let's say, put, go ahead, put that hat on. This is a day you really want to be watching Blaze TV. Because this is, this is, okay, so you're, you're in Chicago. Okay? All right. Boom, the wind. What happened to your hat? <laughs> I lost it. It's lost. It's gone. It's blown down the street. By the time you react, it's a block away, Right. Yeah. Right. Let, let the record show that he slapped the hat off her head. Okay. Terrifying. Now, put on the new Nigerian hat. Okay? You put the Nigerian hat on. Snug? Comfortable? Yeah. Right. Now. It looks like the the rope is very loose on, on her head, though. I don't see how. Oh, yeah. How well, it, you see, what you do is I have tied, I what I've done is I have tied in each hole on each side of the head mm-hmm. a piece of rope. Yes. Okay? And you don't want that hat blowing off your head. You don't. You don't want a strap. No. So I've taken and I've tied a piece of rope to each side, mm-hmm. and at the end of each side of rope, I've made a noose. <laughs> okay? Okay. No, now go ahead. Put your arm through the noose. Oh, okay. okay, not putting it around your okay, neck. No. See, that would be bad. Put it around the neck. Right. So you put it around the arm here, mm-hmm. underneath the armpit, and then you cinch it tight. All right? And then you just throw it back. Then you do the same thing. I haven't had a chance to tie the noose on the <laughs> other side yet. But then you do the same thing. I'm just going to... Okay. If it cuts off your circulation, just let me know. Okay, then we cut it there. Now... <clears throat> She's walking in the wind. Uh-huh. Boom. Boom. Where's your hat, Marissa? It's You're, conveniently behind you. It's conveniently behind you where she can reach and just put it back on. How would you... Like, she doesn't seem to be able to put it back on, though. No, she's... she's no, you're... Maybe... There you go. Oh, okay. There you go. And the hat is back on. It is just that easy. Wow. So your theory is, to, re- to review here, mm-hmm. that... Mm-hmm. The two Nigerian brothers yes. bought a red hat. A red hat. And then cut two holes in it. Yes. Put rope, we're going to put rope into it. Yes. And then put nooses, because we know there was a noose involved. Yes. Put nooses around the sh- arms so that would hold, hold the hat to, the, to arms the arms in case wind blows the hat off. Yes. There's a problem with your theory, sir. Yes. What is it? What was the bleach for? There's no reason <laughs> to have bleach in your now, scenario. Now, just before the commercial, that is when the defense stands up and says, good question. What is the bleach for? And what did I say people are looking for in a hat? What is the new kind of style? What is it that America craves? Authenticity. Yes, authenticity. Yes. Authenticity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nobody 
How many times have you seen people wearing T-shirts that look all aged and they say Joe's Bar and Grill, Reno, Nevada, and you've never been to Reno, but it looks like an old shirt that you've had for a long time and you just pulled it out, right? Yeah. Authenticity, even though it's completely fake. Uh, Okay. Your Honor, some lesser intellects have tried to bleach a hat white. (laughs) <laughs> we all know that's not possible. But if I can direct your attention to that feeble attempt at justice, uh, what did the hat do? What did the hat do? Yes, it was a um, it was a bright red hat. And now it's a little bit faded, oh, I guess? Oh, it's faded, which makes it look authentic. Authentically like, I've been wearing this hat for years. I've been wearing this hat in, out in the sun. I've been. I love this hat. This is it my does, favorite hat. It does look like perhaps it had been worn in the sun for years, maybe for a, a long time. Yes, I don't know. I rest my case. But I the, have. I have rested the case. Yes, the I've explained case. the noose. I've explained the rope. I've explained the hats, and I've explained the need for bleach. If there is any reasonable doubt, you have to. Quit. That doesn't. I think that's supposed to rhyme, wouldn't you? No, no, that's a different case, and I don't want to remind the jurors of that case because <laughs> <laughs> they're stupid, but not that stupid. <laughs> All right, so I think I get it. Okay, you've got the hat. They bought the bleach to fade the red hat. Can anybody else uh, come up with a reason why they bought the rope, uh, the hat, the bleach? Uh, tied the rope into oh, a I noose. One. I do have one. Mm-hmm. Um, they were per- per- perpetrating a fake uh, hate <laughs> crime on Jesse Smollett. Your Honor, I, I, <laughs> I thought maybe that would be the one. I, uh, okay. I object. So if we rule that one out for a moment, yes. it's because they wanted to fade the hat to make it look worn and authentic, even though what you're specifically admitting is it's not authentic. And then they well, were no, going- because nothing is authentic anymore. In America, nothing's authentic. Right. And then they decided to cut holes in the top of the hat and put rope through it, not something like a string or something. Rope. Authentic. Authentic. But, it, but I mean, does it look authentic? I mean, I'm looking at Marissa right now. She doesn't look like this would be an authentic purchase. Oh, no. She has I think rope if you're looking... coming from the sides of her head attaching to her arms. <laughs> right. It's, With a it's, noose, by the way, which is it's, uh, a admit, questionable your Honor, thing. Do I have to really please, Your Honor? Can we just dismiss this now? <laughs> do I need to remind you of how fashion-forward this is? May I submit uh, as Exhibit F the picture of the brand-new sweatshirt from Gucci? Your Honor, what is shown around the neck of that sweatshirt? Yes, a rope noose. I rest my case. Mic drop. Wait, you didn't have a microphone. You're listening to Glenn Beck. <laughs> we're, in, we're in court here. I don't know why you have a microphone. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here signing it's autographs not, no later. No one's cheering. Blinds.com. That's because they're too stupid to figure out how to clap. Blinds.com, the first to sell blinds and window coverings online in 1997. Now, this was in the back in the days of beep, boop, dial up. Can you imagine? I don't know how they ran the business. I don't either. I don't even I don't even know. I think it was the son that convinced dad that, guys, this is the future. Like the Internet is coming. Yeah. 
And I, I mean, I don't know how drunk he had to be to go. <laughs> yeah, that was a good idea. We'll do that. That's great. We'll sell them online. It takes 45 minutes to download a picture of them. <laughs> so they had to make it really easy. Now, this is why they're the number one online uh, retailer of of any kind of window coverings. They're the, they're the best and they're the biggest. Right now, you get free samples, uh, free uh, returns. If you if you mismeasure, whatever, it's 100% guaranteed. And you'll save a buttload of money right now. Save 40% off through April 2nd on their most popular styles and an extra 5% at Blinds.com promo code BECK. Blinds.com promo code BECK. Well, sometimes you need to see the visuals uh, to... <laughs> To really fully but appreciate when you see them, <laughs> placetv.com uh, slash Glenn is the place to go. Sign up now. I'm telling you. No idea. No idea. Look at the, uh, wow. Uh, look at this. Uh, I mean, I, I'm thinking about selling that. Well, I, people are saying that I should find the artist and have him finish or her could be her. Uh, finish this uh, piece of art I, pu- I picked it up at a yard sale i just saw the back of it i just was buying old canvas because i'm a painter and uh and so i thought i just gotta get some old cheap canvas here at this yard sale it was like a buck and you know how people sometimes find like you know the constitution in a yard sale happens happens mm-hmm. all the time yeah mm-hmm. constitutions uh, at almost i don't every know yard sale it just depends on what you happen to be three times last week right alone. i don't know i don't know who this artist is mm. uh but uh i got this uh, painting pat i don't know if you've seen it huh. put it here no i haven't in front of the bleach and the rope uh <laughs> this is starting to look like a bad uh crime scene in here um but it's uh it's it's almost like a hitler that was made to look like the way Hitler's propaganda posters used to make Jews look. Okay. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's not a flattering portrayal no. of Adolf. No. Just, no. Uh, yeah, but it, it looks very similar to that old propaganda it that sure he does. It's yeah. almost like mm-hmm. he intended to make him look like that. So or he she. Looks, or she. Could be. Whatever the it. artist. We have. We let. Z. 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 Yes. Uh, so anyway. So anyway, uh, he's like reading. I think it's unfinished because he's reading something. And then it says up above, wait, you mean I only had to call it Planned Parenthood? Mm-hmm. And I think huh. what he was reading was like a newspaper that the headline would have read, if it was finished, would have read Senate fails to condemn infanticide. Oh. See, huh. and so he's like, you know, in Argentina, really old and like, wait a minute, I could have gotten away with this if I just called it Planned Parenthood. <laughs> Again, you're speculating on the author's intent. I don't know. I don't Because yeah. we don't know. So uh, anyway, I was thinking maybe what am I going to do with it? Because I could paint over it. Uh, it's not finished. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, I could try to find uh, to see if uh, if I could find the artist, if he or she or them or it is still alive. Uh, maybe they'll finish and we can put mm-hmm. it up for auction, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and maybe we could raise some money for like Abby Johnson's. Uh, she would. She wow. probably would. That's weird. She might not want that money. <laughs> it's possible. possible. That money would not be desired by her. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what did you have a plan on how you would find this artist? No. 
You no even, idea. You have no idea. No so idea. so really? even if it can be no finished. Idea. I'll tell you something about the artistry on it. Yeah. The style <laughs> is reminiscent of someone. I can't put my finger on who, but uh, I've seen this artist's work before. Goebbels. You know, I, I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's I'd weird. have to really put well, some thought the, to the, it. The hmm. comments online before, are pouring in uh, <laughs> perfect, just as it is, if you ever discover who the artist is. Tell him or her, he's, he or she is a genius. Hmm. Not sure who the original painter was, wink, wink. I don't know why they wrote that. Must have been hmm. something in their eye or so. Why would you type that out? <laughs> yeah, anyway. You don't need to type all the things uh, that are happening. You might have a I'm not, right I'm not sure what there is to finish, but if that painter could just finish it, it would be great. Uh, how about this one? This is pretty sick and effed up. Mm. Comparing the suffering of victims of the Holocaust to the abortion of beings that can't even recognize their own existence. Mm. Yeah, there's yeah. the compassion. The, yeah, there's yeah, that's the compassion. compassion. And how can you compare um, someone who is alive and now isn't to someone who, al- who is alive and now isn't? Right. You can't, you can't, you can't compare those two things. Right. And no. especially since... You know, what's weird is he started killing not the Jews, but children. Yeah, he right. started there first. Right. right. The, uh, undesirables the undesirables that were born. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just let mm-hmm. them die and the uh, German people. Uh, Glenn, I'm not usually for Hitler jokes, but this one is good. <laughs> <laughs> jokes? It's not a what joke. Did, what, what do they mean, joke? That's... I have no idea. Huh. Weird. weird. Uh, the, the, the artist has really done a good job capturing... Uh, uh, the despair that Hitler would feel on such real, uh, a realization <laughs> such as that. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. So a lot of people just say, find, find the artist and well, I'll try, I'll try, but uh, I don't, I can't guarantee. We'll, we'll see if we can auction that off for charity. Uh, are you going to take that to uh, Salt Lake City? And no, 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 I don't. No, I don't think for that's the unplanned movie. Yeah, just <laughs> just putting this giant yeah. painting in the overhead. Let me just, just jam that into the. I overhead. just found this at a yard sale. A yard sale. And I thought, hey, this kind of fits in. Does with this the, kind of look movie? like Hitler? Yeah. I mean, does anybody see the irony in this painting? It's weird, isn't it? Huh. It is weird. That's right? <laughs> one thing it is. It's weird. Did I you can see it? that coming out of the baggage claim, like as it's coming out of the baggage chute, just like going around, circle around, around it again? <laughs> I'm tempted to take it now just for that. Yeah. I'm taking it just for that. Uh, by the way, did you see the video? I haven't seen it. My wife saw it, and she said, do you see the old two old people on a plane next to some, like, 20-year-old kid that they got on the plane and this woman just started berating this kid. And he didn't say anything. He just started filming, and so did a couple of other people. And she was like, I can't believe you have the nerve to wear that. Don't you know that he is against uh, 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 the Paris Accords, and, and he doesn't even on a, believe on this it. On a plane? There's against the Paris Accords? This is on an <laughs> yeah, airplane? Yeah, great. Yes. A giant airplane that's with jet right. fuel that burns? Yes. Okay. Just well, she sure. was just sitting there. You, It's hard to make out. Maybe she didn't say that. It was hard to make it out exactly because of the sound of the giant jets right, okay. that mm-hmm. were, were rolling. Uh, but she just berates this kid and just is ugly. And uh, her husband says nothing. Nothing. And they're just berating it. And, and, and they, they're at, can you please stop? Can you please stop? Stewardess, can you please stop? Finally, the stewardess comes up and says, the, the uh, captain uh, will not uh, fly with you. 
not to the kid. Usually, oh, it turns out the kid with a good. Trump T-shirt. He was wearing a Trump T-shirt. Said, mm. "If pilot won't fly with you, you have to get off the plane." And then she actually had the balls to say, "Are you kidding me? We were in town for my husband's mother's funeral. Have some respect." <laughs> wow. Have some respect. She she wow. kept protesting, would not get off the plane. She uh, uh, finally, her husband chimes in and says, if I switch seats with her and and I calm her down and get her to be quiet, can we just put this past us? And the stewardess says, no, she has to leave off the plane. Wow. They took her off and wow. the plane applauded. Okay. Nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Uh, what city was that in? I have no other information than wow. that. My wife huh. could have made this entirely up. <laughs> It would have been a great a, story right. if there was a word of truth in it. <laughs> would have been great, right? Yeah, would, would have been great. Yeah, I would have, I would have I gone was, into my Friday feeling good. I was spellbound for a minute, yeah. uh, but now... Uh. Yeah, no. I, 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 we can call my wife and we can ask her, because she's right now probably putting on her makeup or something, and she's shouting at the mirror. I told you where it was. I wasn't listening, honey. I wasn't really listening. <laughs> Such is the splendor so, of Glenn. Amen. Yeah. yeah amen. So, right. Amen. Yeah. So, hmm. uh, by the way, anybody going to see a movie this weekend? You going to see Dumbo by any chance? Anybody? No, it look, doesn't look. A, uh, I'm not interested. Really? In, in Dumbo. No. It looks bad. I don't, I don't generally like Tim Burton movies. And uh, when Tim Burton combines with cartoons, I'm really not interested. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's Probably supposed not. to be really good. I wanted to go see I've it last night. I've seen really bad reviews on it. It got like, uh, what, 31% of critics liked it or something? Oh, wow. Is it that bad? I, wow. I think so, yeah. Uh, I, I've, I I didn't get a chance to watch it. Marissa watched it. They, Marissa liked it, yeah, right? Yeah. And this is the first time Disney has ever come to me and said, hey, can you watch this for us? Oh, they so, did? Yeah. They, tr- they tr- set up two mm. screenings. And, and you I didn't watch it. And I was supposed to go, and I just couldn't do it. And so they set up another one, and then I was like, ah, something's come up. I can't do it. So I haven't, I haven't had a chance to see it. But I sent Marissa, and she said she really liked it. And she's a big Disney fan. Dumbo's not her favorite, which Dumbo is such a classic, you just don't touch. I did go see my wife. I wanted to go see Dumbo last night. My wife was like, we're not seeing Dumbo. So um, instead, we saw another version of Dumbo. We saw uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, that's bad. Oh, my gosh, is that bad? Yeah. Stu, it'll be poison to you. Don't go. <laughs> <laughs> I already hate all Marvel movies anyway. Oh, so. this was yeah. so bad. Uh, so bad. Yeah, we've yeah. pretty well sworn them off now. My wife hates them all. Oh, good. Like really? Stu does. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I have like now two people in my group. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dumbo, 53% 50, from, yeah, uh, I was from Rotten it's Tomatoes. A little higher what about than the I, audience? Than I thought. What about the audience? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Let me look at it. <clears throat> 57% from the... That's wow, not very good. this is not, not very good. good. This Although, is, you don't give this... I mean, you could wake me up in the middle of the night and say, Glenn, should Tim Burton direct <laughs> Dumbo? Uh, no. no. I don't no. even, I don't even I don't have... I think there's a, even an ah uh, uh, No, in there's there. not. No. Right. It's first... My first response is... Isn't it three in the morning? Are you this stupid? (laughs) You're waking me up at three to ask me that question? Yeah. No. And you're fired. (laughs) (sighs) So, uh, Stu. Glenn. 
You're welcome. I don't know what you're talking about, but you do take credit for a lot of things, so you'd have to narrow it down. Well, I believe I'm responsible for uh, the comfort of your butt right now. <laughs> the weird way of stating uh, that, that the X chair is very comfortable, and I would mm-hmm. agree with that part of the analysis, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is a comfortable chair. You're welcome. I mean, I don't know that you did anything to get me the next chair. I'm sorry. Whose studio is this? Who's, who's, I mean, are you kidding me? I don't know whose studio it is. I mean, it's, it's owned by probably a, a company. Yeah. I would assume it's Mercury. Okay. Which I own. I'm, somebody take his chair away. You are sitting on a stool with a nail in it. <laughs> sitting in a stool. I like with a nail the X chair. Why are you? Why are you? It's a great chair. It's a great chair. It's comfortable. It supports you in all the right places. It is a great looking chair. It is as comfortable as a recliner, and it's an office chair. Whether it's for your home or your office, go to xchairbeck.com. Xchairbeck.com. Right now, you can get a hundred dollars off the X Basic at xchairbeck.com. Or you can call 844-4X-CHAIR. Save 100 bucks. Use the promo code BECK, and you're also going to get a free footrest. And I'm telling you, most comfortable chair you've sat in. 844-4X-CHAIR. 844-4X-CHAIR. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Let me go to uh, Jamie. Hello, Jamie. You're on the Glenn Beck program. Glenn, this is Jamie. I am so excited to talk to you. Okay, so I just found out from my husband that you're going to be in Utah today. Yes. Or maybe you're here already. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> on my way today. Okay, great. Well, we just opened the most coolest ice cream parlor four months ago. So it is a colonial tavern. You walk in and everyone's in colonial clothing, including my husband, who is in a tri-corner hat. Making the ice cream. It's homemade ice cream. Like you can watch him make it. And um, all of our flavors are named after George Washington. Oh, Ethan you've got to be kidding me. Where, where, yeah. where is this? Where is this? So 20 minutes south of Thanksgiving Point. So it is in a town called Vineyard, right by UVU, kind of by UVU. Um, you know, it's west of Orm. It's a new little town that's just booming. Uh, and it's, there's a megaplex. What's the name of it? Right what's the name of it? Rookers. What is it? Rookers. Brooks Say it again. Whippers? Okay. Uh, Brooker. Our last name is Brooker. So it's Brooker's Founding oh, Flavors. Okay. Brooker's Founding Flavors. Look kind of like the Founding Fathers. Oh. Founding Flavors. And it's so I like that. This is such, this is, this is history <laughs> and yummy ice cream. And it's, it's to die for ice cream. It is 18% um, butter fat with a mix of custard from a local oh my that doesn't have hormones or antibiotics. And the ice cream is amazing. Oh, my you gosh. You our Google reviews. Our Google reviews are five stars, and we've only been open for four months. And, in fact, tomorrow is our, fi- our four-month anniversary oh of our grand I, opening. I, I, I will tell you, I, have, I, I will tell you, there is nothing. The next time I come into town, I will go. I, I will tell you. That my schedule is so tight. I am literally everybody is. It's like crazy. There's no time for ice cream. That's how bad it is. That's how bad it is. What do you mean there's no time for ice cream? What the heck kind of sentence is that? You would not believe. I have been. I have been. I've got like 14 things to do. And everybody's like, you are late. One minute for this. One minute for this. Okay. We will make it a plan. Because, you know, we've been to your. We've been on your show. My husband and I. Years ago, when you were in New York City, we were homeschooling our kids. And so we brought our two daughters onto the Liberty Tree House show twice. Get out of here. And then my husband, no, then my husband and I came back and we like held George Washington's compass. There's like an audience that you let hold the compass and press thumb. Shut up. Oh, well, I have to come. So when did you start making ice cream? 
Oh, my! this is a 20-year dream. So my husband got a lot of degree in an MBA. And he wanted to, he just wanted to make ice cream. So he studied on the side, um, aside of being a lawyer and being in sales, he has been studying like at different places on how to make ice cream. And he's a former um, JAG for the army. And this, can you, can, 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 can you, can you, can you transport ship, it, bring it to you, the theater? What are you can talking you about? Ship it to Dallas no, or something. I can get you some ice cream. I can get you, George. You tell me who your favorite founding flavors are, founding fathers, and I will bring, we will bring the ice cream. Well, you know who my favorite founding father is. But l- listen to these flavors. Uh, James Madison's Constitutional Crunch, Thomas Jefferson's okay. Declaration of Cookie Dough. Oh, my gosh. Oh my <laughs> give gosh. me chocolate or give favorite. me death. What, what is the George Washington flavor? Oh, it is loaded peanut butter, loaded with chocolate. Oh. Um, it's, it's the Reese's Pieces, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Frank, um, Franklin's Black Raspberry Republic, if you can keep it. <laughs> the name of the ice cream. <laughs> I, at some of these, you really went down a, a long... This one's Nathan Hale's regret that he has but one flavor to give for his touching <laughs> is the name of the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't my husband awesome? Uh, I love, love it. it. It is so delicious. So we, All right, Brooker's... Tonight, and we'll bring it to you tonight. Uh, Brooker's... Founding flavors. Brooker's Founding Flavors. Oh. And what town is it in again? Um, it's in Vineyard, Vineyard, Utah, right west of Orem. Oh, John yeah. Adams! Oh my! Ooh, you have an airport there. You have an airport there. There is an, a movie theater. There's a Geneva Megaplex, and we're right in front. Okay, well, a movie theater is an awful lot like an airport, but that's you know, whatever. Okay, uh, Jamie, thank you so much. God bless you, and uh, and good luck with your business. Good luck with your business. All right, bye bye. I'm going to be in Utah tonight. Uh, got a lot of things. The governor is going to be at this premiere. There's uh, several people that uh, are going to be sitting in the audience that uh, uh, are going to see this. They've added like 10 different sh- uh, showings uh, of it tonight. Just uh, look for megaplextheaters.com, megaplextheaters.com. Come with me and see Unplanned tonight in Utah. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, our uh, sponsor this half hour, Best of Enemies. We live in divisive times, but there are some really great things uh, that we can look to in history uh, of times of courage and times of kindness uh, where things change. The Best of Enemies is this movie. It's opening April 5th. That's next week. It's like the grand, what was it? The grand Cyclops or whatever. Who looks clan Of the clan. Together with this uh, this civil rights leader, back in the 1970s, they were forced together by courts to, to desegregate schools. They became best of friends. Really inspiring film. Best of Enemies is the name of it. It opens next week. Go to bestofenemies.movie to see the trailer. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck program. It's been quite a week, quite a week, starting with people saying, "Oh, come on. This is horrible news." You mean to tell me that our president isn't an operative for one of our longest standing enemies? He didn't sell the nation out. 
Oh, I can't live with this news. This is horrible. That's how the week started. How did it end? And what happened in between? Bill O'Reilly and the Week in Review in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. So here it is, a brutal winter that is passing now. Uh, You worked your home's furnace to the max. Now you're about to switch from heat to AC and make matters worse. Allergy season is here. Well, the easiest thing that you can do that you forget or you just kick the can down the road when your eyes are itching, you can't sleep, you can't breathe. You, you never think, when was the last time I changed the air filter? Filter by. Now you go get drugs. That's right. <laughs> you go to the CVS and right. you load up on every medication you can find and think that that's going to solve the problem. It's crazy. You know, in the winter, we get sick because we don't open the windows. Because all of this air is trapped in here and the filter gets dirtier and dirtier. By the time we get to this time of the year, our air inside of our house is as dirty as any of the worst cities in America. It's it's just it's it's got to be filtered and got to be cleaned. Trust filter by America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses over 600 different sizing sizes, including custom options that ship for free within 24 hours. They're all made here in America and you'll save 5%. If you just subscribe, they'll automatically send them whenever you're supposed to change the filters. You'll save 5%. You can even pay with Amazon. So you don't need to fill out a bunch of forms. I hate that. That's one of the biggest things. If I can buy it on Amazon, I usually will buy it. I just am like, oh, I gotta. I don't know all that information. I gotta go look it all up. Go to filterbuy.com, filterbuy.com, and subscribe today. Again, you can buy it through Amazon, filterbuy.com, and tell them Glenn Beck sent you. All right. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, welcome to the program, sir. Is it my turn? It is your turn. Excellent. Here I am. Yeah, and, and, and all of your glory. Uh, so, uh, Bill, it's been an interesting week. I have never seen so many people disappointed that our president wasn't a traitor. That's true. There's no doubt about it. And uh, that um, proves malice. That narrative. You know, you're going to look at it on a legal viewpoint. There's your malice. That uh, um, that has changed. However, they first were saying oh, he's going to he's going to get nailed. He's going to get nailed. Then when he wasn't, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. Now they're saying by Wednesday the narrative had changed yet again. To it's a cover up. It's a cover up. I know, but uh, <laughs> I mean it's kind of like um, the Titanic. The narrative changes. Like oh, you know, it's it's bad, but. Not that. <laughs> okay, so you got to divide it up. So let's take television first because that's uh, the most visible and emotional that we have in this country. So these uh, MSNBC and uh, CNN people are in a free fall of ratings descent. You know that, right? You've seen mm-hmm. the numbers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get them every day. You know, I don't see the numbers. I'd love for you to tell me the numbers because okay. I haven't actually seen them. I'd say 40%. Oh, my gosh. From where they were? From the uh, crest of the we're going to impeach Donald Trump and then we'll, we'll give everybody a pitchfork and walk up to the castle and get him. So what do they have um, now? Like what's their? I mean, I, saw, I hate to go so inside baseball, but sure. what do they have now? Well, CNN does not have one program 
in 24 hours that gets more than a mil- million viewers, not one. And that's that's two plus, or is that 25? That's two plus. Two Demo- plus? Demographics don't matter anymore because demographics were destroyed about a year and a half ago. So no, no cable news program does a good demographic anymore. 25 to 54 Americans uh, are gone. Um, but the oh two plus, God. those are the elderly people that watch uh, cable news and um, kids uh, three and four years old who are just sitting there playing and it's people on. trapped in the airport. Yeah. So anyway, um, CNN does not do one program with more than a million viewers, which I don't, I've never seen that before. I've, I've never seen doing, that. Right. Yeah. MSNBC, uh, Matta used to be uh, vying for the number one slot, the, the most watched program. Um, yeah, she was doing three and a half million some nights. Uh, she's down at two point three million, and this is in two or three days. All right, it's not a, a gradual run. And then all of the other programs have collapsed on that on a program as well. So um, there you have an industry now. Uh, the hate Trump television industry that doesn't know what to do and is panicking. Now, you would think that maybe they would show a little contrition. Say, look, you know, we, we really thought that this was uh, a serious situation and they should know about, but it turned out that it wasn't what we described it to be, but our mistake was not made but, uh, out of malice. No. <laughs> Instead, they said just what you said. I had to cover up. And then, you know, but Bill, that makes I mean, they painted themselves in a corner. I mean, right, and I know you're up. People are going to watch you. Right. No, but but wait, wait, wait. The, your op ed covers this. This is the problem with people who are absolutists. And, uh, you know, people always claim that I was a never Trumper. I was not a never Trumper. I said, if I'm wrong about this guy and I hope I'm wrong, if he's doing those things, I'll be the first to say he did those things, and I was wrong. I've been right on a lot of stuff that really concerned me, and I've been wrong on some stuff. And so I call the balls and the strikes. But the people who have either been never Trumpers and who will not budge from that uh, and recognize, I mean, you still may not vote for Donald Trump, but you have to recognize, wow, some of the things he's done really good. Some of the things like last night, I'm not really, I'm not thrilled with that. I still think that's a problem. Stop it, Mr. President. Please be the president. Um, but nobody in media did that. It was one way or another. And if he would have come out and it would have proven him to be in bed with Vladimir Putin, then you would have had the same thing, I think, with a lot of people on the other side. They would have said, this is just a deep state. You but have to matter, though, because people are people. But broadcasters and journalists are supposed to be professionals. Yes, I know. But they didn't. So, but they didn't do that. And so now they don't have a choice, Bill. Their audience no, doesn't they have a choice. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Their audience does not want to hear. In, the only people that were left were the yeah. people who just wanted to hear bad stuff. And everybody who is gone and hadn't been watching them, they're not coming back because right, they don't well, trust minute, them. Though. So then you're over. That's it. You're the Baltimore Orioles. You're not going to. Don't know, use a sports compete. analogy with me because that, that could be good <laughs> or bad. I don't know. Yeah, okay. And the other thing is, I can't identify with you about you call balls and strikes because I'm never wrong. I'm <laughs> never wrong. All right. My, I just strike, strike, strike. All right. But what, you're, what you've put yourself in a position to defend or explain is now 
CNN and MSNBC go, well, we're the fraud network. Want more fraud? Come on in. We got no, I know. I'm not defending them. them. I'm explaining we're, it. We're, uh, no, but you're explaining that strategy is insane. I know that. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm Comcast telling you. Comcast and AT&T, <laughs> yes. the lords who own things, are going, hey, hey, we got a special on fraud this week. Come on in and watch our fraudulent broadcast. Pat, what, or Stu, what did I say for the last year, every single day before we left Fox? What did I say about the cable news industry? We have to get out of here because it's over. It's going to burn yeah. itself down to the ground mm-hmm. because they right. were not. Well, that they didn't were... happen until I left. No, no. <laughs> and, uh, now... I'm not talking about Fox. I'm talking about the industry as a whole. If you look at what has happened to our broadcast industry, they have just sold of their course, soul to. Course. They sold their souls yeah. to either love or hate Trump. Yes. They yes. sold their souls for the money, and when you sell your soul for the money, the devil shows up. Yes. Okay? Yes. And the devil just showed up in the yes. form of Mueller. Here's Satan. He didn't do it. So you all pay a price. And the price is that you have a network that employs thousands of people, and you can't explain what you did. So who's going to watch it? Oh, it's going to get worse. As you said, you were right about this. This is a strike for Beck. The zombies will watch it. Mm -hmm. So I I would just nickname all my shows Cuomo of the Living Dead, (laughs) Wolf Blitzer of the Living Dead. All right? Because that's all who's going to watch it. And so then that's it. That's the television industry. Newspaper industry, a little bit different. Now, the New York Times and Washington Post, they think that they are the best, Beck. They're the smartest. They're the most honest. Well, they won Pulitzer Prizes for this. Eyes in darkness. Mm-hmm. That's the slogan of the Post. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? They'll stay in business because Bezos runs uh, the Post and is a gazillionaire, and the Salzberger family runs at Times. They're not going out of business. But who believes them? Only the living dead believe them. Well, okay, I will say no this. I believe them I, anymore. I believe the subscription of the Times. I believe the Times has actually done well in this atmosphere, oh. where cable news has not. Oh, they, they have done well in the sense that they had got a few zombies to sign on to their <laughs> uh, Internet thing. Right. There's some their paper. OK, I mean, that that's hemorrhaging. They said themselves back. Then in three years, they might not even publish a newspaper. It might be totally online because zombies don't like newsprint on their hands. It's, it's hard. They don't wash their hands. It's hard to get it off. Um, so anyway, you've got, you've got a number of things. But the Democratic Party thing is the most important for our country. So in the Democratic Party, then you had the same thing. Okay, hang on, hang on, because this is going to yeah, get interesting. I, you know, you when we get into, I had to take a break. Right. Yeah, I got to make money. You know why? Because, because money keeps you me. You spend too much. Because because <laughs> we make money, and then we can pay for the transmitters and everything else that keep your voice alive. Yeah, okay, I'm that's working what. gratis. So, yeah. everybody <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. so, a lot of people work for free. Nothing wrong with that. Slavery. This is ah. what- this is why you have to go to BillOReilly.com and subscribe, because yes. poor Bill is just suffering. He's suffering. Right? He's just suffering. He's, he's suffering. on the verge. Poor white of... man suffering. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, CarShield. 
car making car repairs not the way it used to be <laughs> not the way you you can't fix it uh and now sometimes uh you know you'll have to take out like a second mortgage to fix your car yeah well, stupid sensor a thousand bucks yeah we had a, a, a guy who works for us uh, uh i went drag racing with my new car and he screwed it up and we said wow it's gonna be an expensive repair is that jason yeah jason and what we're a, like what a dope yeah he has a new car and he's like uh i went drag racing and then uh we're like well at least you have car shield the repair is hopefully going to be covered he's like what's car shield Oh my god. That was legitimately his question. And I don't he think, you know what, Jason, company. I hope if if you get car shield and you wreck your car, or do something with your car because you were in a drag race, I hope they hang up the phone on you. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, car shield. Uh go to, who drag race? What is what is this like 1956? <laughs> Barely. All right, 800 car 6000, 800 car 6000, carshield.com. Use the promo code Beck, you're going to save 10% on this. Uh but it is if your if your car has 5000, 150000 miles out of warranty uh you need to have extended coverage and they provide it for you and they pay the mechanic directly so there's you don't have to wait for your check or anything like that car six thousand eight hundred car six thousand or carshield.com use the promo code back we break for 10 seconds uh, station id just to catch our breath and then back with bill o'reilly All right, Bill. So now you say the Democratic Party is important. Uh, what they do, this is important for America. Right, because you don't want um, a democracy not to have legitimate choices. I mean, you want to have vibrant debate. You want to have um, a situation where um, you get challenges to power. I mean, I want President Trump to be challenged, and I want it to be intelligent, because that's where you find the better solutions, Correct. when when everybody has to think and has to come up with a better Correct. idea. Correct. But now, you've got a, the party of hate. I mean, it, 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 can anybody dispute that? Do we have from yesterday the audio from um, uh, Joe Biden on the white culture? Could we could we play that here? I don't know if you've heard this. Yeah, I saw I saw that. But look, he's just babbling. No, 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 no. You don't have no, to play listen it anymore. To... He doesn't even know what he's saying. Yes, yet. he does. No, listen. he doesn't. Listen. He's seventy eight. Hang on, he just a second. He doesn't know what he's saying. They put things in front of him, and he just babbles. Wait a minute. How old are you? Eighty? Eighty five? Twelve. Come on. How old are you? Seriously. Ninety. I'm not going to tell you. Ninety one. Ninety seven. Because I'm working for free. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Here's uh, here's Joe Biden. Do we have it? A really notable woman, Anita Hill, professor, showed the courage of a lifetime, talking about her experience being harassed by Clarence Thomas. <clears throat> we knew a lot less about the extent of harassment back then, over no, thirty years ago. No, we didn't. But she paid a terrible price. She was abused through the mm. hearing. She was taken advantage of. No. Her reputation was attacked. I wish I could have done something. I opposed Clarence Thomas' nomination. I voted against him. But I also realized there was a real and perceived problem the committee faced. There were a bunch of white guys. No, I mean it sincerely. A bunch of white guys hearing, hearing this testimony on the Senate Judiciary Committee. So when Anita Hill, when Anita Hill came to testify, she faced a committee 
that didn't fully understand okay, stop. what the hell it was all So about. he goes on to say, this white culture man, this white culture man, we got to get rid yeah. of it. Are you, yeah, I don't even begin to understand this. Um, number one, um, I guess I missed the Clarence Thomas trial where um, evidence was introduced and he was convicted by a jury of his peers. Did you guys see? I, I don't know why I missed that. No, I, 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 I don't think they had one, but oh, uh, oh. yeah. So there, there's Joe Biden, due process. Nope. Bye. No due process for, for Joe. Uh-uh. Secondly, so Joe doesn't want to be white anymore. He doesn't, because this is not a good thing in the Democratic precincts. If you're a white guy, that's not good. That's Beto's problem. Beto's white. Now, I understand he's going to clinics, but he's white. And, you know, the white guys are the problem, Beck. I mean, you and I are the poster problems for the white guy thing. So it's absurd. And, and I really believe that, that Biden just babbles. I don't, I don't think he thinks what, out what he says. Got that in common with Donald Trump. Donald Trump will just get up there some nights and just babble. Um, because the crowd is whipping him up or whatever. He's not thinking about what he's saying. He just says it. And Biden does the same thing. So we're going to have a really um, very entertaining debate. If you, think he's gonna be, you think Biden is going to be the, the uh, nominee? That's my front runner. It's yeah. Biden, Kamala Harris. Hey, I got some inside information on the Democratic Party. You want it? Yeah. Okay. So now you know I don't use uh, anonymous sources, so I can't confirm this information, but it's gossip. It's good gossip. All right. So the Beto O'Rourke campaign is being supported by the Obama people. And the Kamala Harris campaign is being supported by the Hillary people. And I got that from a very, very high ranking Democrat. Um, But I can't confirm. I just thought it was a very entertaining gossip. So I think this this actually really makes sense. If you saw what uh, uh, how Barack Obama was treated on Capitol Hill when he went up and tried to speak to the freshmen and he was like, guys, stop it. And and uh, Omar actually came out and said, you know, look, uh, you're a failed you were a failure of a progressive president. I mean, they are so extreme now that Barack Obama is is looks like a a, a white gop to them and no i know and but get, let's get back to the to the the Mueller report and how the democratic party absorbed it so you didn't have anybody anybody in the party saying hey you know i'm glad this is over this was not good for the country because our president had to spend 50 percent of his time defending himself against these charges and now he can mm-hmm. get back and we can try to get Solutions to vexing problems. Did you hear one Democrat say that? No, in fact, I was I was shocked at how how they were so saddened that our president wasn't a traitor. It was crazy. Well, yeah, I, I saw more of that on the media than I saw in the Democratic Party. But I was waiting for one Democrat, just one. Yeah, none. Yeah, to say, okay, the system worked. We did what we had to do. 
and now it's good that we don't have to do this anymore. No, I, I, I like the fact the water problem. I, I like the fact that they were talking during Kavanaugh that they had to have the FBI because the FBI can do things that Congress can't do. And then this week they were saying, well, it's a good thing it's out of the hands of the FBI because we as Congress can do things in investigations that the uh, FBI can't do. Look, they're not going to do anything there. It's over. It's over. And it's going to get worse with the Horowitz report, the DOJ inspector general, and the Huber report. He's the U.S. attorney appointed by the uh, attorney general to look at the FBI. Those two reports are still going to drop. So it's going to get worse for the we hate Trump, he's a traitor crowd. Mm. And the way they're going this week, Bill, they are, it is... And I'm not saying that they are doing, they are actually working uh, like this, but they are accomplishing what Russia set out to do. They're now starting to talk about a conspiracy. They're casting doubt. They are, they are doing the work that Vladimir Putin could only have dreamt he could have done. Back in a minute with more Bill O'Reilly. You're listening to Glenn Beck. So, uh, Stu. Yes, Glenn. Uh, I've been asked to, uh, you know, appear at Mr. Universe uh, because, you know me. I mean, hard body is what you think of when you think of me. Really? Right? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Brick house is what you think of when you think of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been mm-hmm. taking my field of greens and uh, they're like, you know, Glenn, you got to come to Mr. Uh, universe uh, because you'll make a very good before. Uh, anyway, Field of Greens, made with real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. It will help boost your immunity again, uh, using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Uh, this, is a, uh, this is something that is, is not a supplement. This is actual natural ingredients, Field of Greens. If you want to be healthy and you want your fruits and your vegetables and you just want to knock them back and not have to worry about it, it's 15% off your first order right now for Field of Greens if you go to BrickHouseGlenn.com. See me at Mr. Universe soon. BrickHouseGlenn.com. Get 15% off your first order of Field of Greens. Use the promo code G-L-E-N-N. It's BrickHouseGlenn.com. Unplanned is out tonight. Glenn is going to Utah. They've just added some new shows. You can watch it with Glenn. Go to glennbeck.com for all the details. We have Governor Gary Herbert uh, from uh, Utah going to be on with us in just a few minutes. I was talking to him earlier this week about the movie Unplanned. Uh, he's actually coming to one of the showings tonight. He and his wife, uh, and they're they're Utah has just passed a, a lot of really amazing things um, that are pro life, uh, and he's signing them into to law. So he's coming tonight. I'm going to be in Salt Lake, and you can find out more about it at Glenbeck dot com. Uh, we're with Bill O'Reilly. All right, so Bill, yo, we left it off at the Democratic Party, and uh, and and what you think is 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 coming our way yeah i mean if they're if they're going to present themselves the democrats as the party of hate they're going to lose 
And I don't see how they get out from under that with not one reasonable person presenting what we just talked about before the break. That, okay, you know, we accept the uh, investigative uh, conclusions, and now we want to solve the border. So, Bill, I know economy better. I know you are a I know you're a student of history as much as I am. So let me give you a theory. Every time the socialists rear their ugly heads in America, they do the same thing. They start to become arrogant and they just think everybody's with them and they scare the hell out of Americans and Americans go running the opposite direction. It uh, it happened in the, uh, you know, 10s and 20s. It happened in the uh, 40s. It happened again in the 30s and 40s. It happened again in the 60s. It's happening now. People freak out when they see when that mask starts to come off. And they're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. We don't want this. I think they've overplayed their hands so much on so many places that, for instance, with the Donald Trump thing, uh, they now see the, the they have completely destroyed their credibility. And even the people who are Democrats, I've heard Democrats, you know, Democratic neighbors, not people on TV, um, Democratic neighbors say, I mean, enough. I mean, enough. The guy right. we did two years enough. Same yeah. thing with the abortion thing. I'm not for infanticide. This is ridiculous. Enough. Get rid of the free market. Oh, come on. Enough. Reparations. Give me a break. People want to be good. They want to get along. They they want good race relations. They want women to be treated uh, fairly. They want people to be given a chance. But the the socialists now and the Democrats have so overplayed their hand that I think this week we saw the snowball that they were they were packing and they were just trying to push it up to the top because then it would roll down the other side and crush the city. I think it stopped and they keep packing it bigger and bigger and it's about to roll back on them. Well, um, I don't know about the snowball. I kind of missed that it was not uh, snowing here in New York, but what I'm, what the, you're right. Oh boy, does that hurt? Oh, I just got this sharp pain <laughs> and right on my well, chest. Yeah, I know. You're about to have yeah. a lot of those. Um, and there is proof because of the vote on the Green New Deal. So this amused me greatly. So Mitch McConnell, I'm not a fan of his, but he's this old time uh, political guy <laughs> go ahead knows you'd say every hack. rule you know <laughs> yeah you know no, no, nobody knows what he's talking about but he knows every rule mm. he says you know we're going to vote on this green new deal and the democrats go no no we don't want to vote on it and they go and he goes well i don't care we're going to vote on it under the guise of well we want to debate this seriously in the senate so we need 60 votes in order to get that done that was the vote so you have to vote for the debate so here's what i loved Senator Edward Markey of Massachusetts, who I've known for many years, and he's not, he's not a foolish man, okay? He co-sponsored the Green New Deal. Mm-hmm. He didn't vote for it. Mm-hmm. He didn't even vote for his own bill. No one voted for it. All right? All the Republicans and four Democrats voted against it, and the rest of the Democrats voted present, as uh, Barack Obama used to do when he was in the Senate which means I don't want any part of this. Um, so I hope, Mitch McConnell, by the way, I hope Mitch McConnell, because what, what AOC said was, 
I, you know, I, I told them we should all just vote present. Everybody should just vote present no, in the Senate. She told them. Of she course. told them. So she's yeah. running the party now. Uh, but anyway, um, she's th- going to start a new party. Did you hear this? No, a Tupperware party. No, it's the like you know party. <laughs> really, really. Yeah. Anyway, like you know. Uh, so like, the, I, yeah. so like. I, I, Yes. Uh-huh. So like, you know, uh, yeah. she uh, uh, she was actually saying and, and everybody parroted this. This was just a trick uh, to that uh, Mitch McConnell played. And we really need to debate. It was it. a trick. Yeah. She was actually right. It yeah. was a trick. To embarrass her. <laughs> right. But, but it wasn't a trick. It was. Let me introduce so your bill. It's not really a trick. When you write a bill, let me introduce it. Do you believe in channeling it. back where you can talk to the dead? I mean, you talk to Stu, so I know you have experience here. <laughs> yes. but do you believe in channeling? N- no, I don't. Okay. Why? Well, I do, and I channeled Eugene V. Debs. Mm. Oh, wow. D-E-B-S, the first socialist candidate to ever run for president of the United States. And Eugene told me in a little seance. All right. They're insane. I wouldn't vote for this. Eugene Debs is not on board. That's how dumb this whole thing is. And dumb is the word. But I hope I hope that McConnell takes her up and says, "Okay, let's have a Let's have a debate on this. Let's open that up to the floor. Nobody wants to debate it because it's so stupid. I know that No one supports this. I know. I know. Raul Castro called me and said he was offended by this. <laughs> and I had an interpreter. I yeah. knew what he's saying. I right. speak a little Spanish. So, Bill, last yeah. last thing. I know your your book comes out, uh, The United States of Trump, mm. uh, and how the president's, how Donald Trump uh, really sees America. It goes on sale uh, in September, but it, you can pre-order it now. Let me hear you talk about how you felt last night watching the president if you did okay and and it's an excellent question because i'm writing this and it's driving me nuts it's the hardest book i've ever written killing jesus was so hard to write because we had to confirm with roman records and and jewish records but Mm -hmm. here i can't get research that is reflective of honesty everything's been written about the man is a lie and i have to do it myself in fact after i hang up from you i've got two people that I'm speaking with. These are all eyewitness people, no anonymous sources in the book. Mm-hmm. All right, so I wasn't surprised by anything except the profanity that Trump delivered last night. I don't know why anybody would be surprised. No, I'm, right? not, I'm not surprised. He, I'm not even surprised by the profanity. I mean, and it was one. It was yeah, one. And I'm not, I wasn't offended. I mean, my, my language sometimes gets a little rough, as everybody yeah, knows. But it's, but it's, um, but it's not but, for the president. The president shouldn't be doing no, it. No, he shouldn't. But he doesn't have any discipline in his speaking style. Right. All right. And he never will. All right. And, and I explain that in the book. I explain why he doesn't have discipline in his speaking style, how he goes about things. But Donald Trump is a man who basically is going to play always, every second of his existence, to his base. He's going to play to the base. And this is what everybody has to understand when he speaks. His base in Michigan, all 12,000 people who showed up, wanted him to rip these Mueller people up. 
That's what they wanted, Beck. They came to hear that, and he gave it to them. He doesn't care about diplomacy. He doesn't care about hurt feelings. He doesn't care at all about commentators saying that he's a barbarian. He plays to his base. How is he going to win? Always. How is he going to win? Because I think there is a lot of people. Another excellent question. There are a lot of people. A lot of people really, um, you know. No, 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 no. Another excellent question by Glenn Beck, everyone. Big (laughs) round of applause all over the country. Look, his calculation is, you may not like me, but they're so bad and they're so much worse than I am that you can't possibly put give them more power. Well, I will tell you this. I will. I will tell you this. Um, and this is one of the things that because I, I, I saw that Captain America is now coming out and saying, I've got to speak out against, you know, these Trump people. How could you possibly vote for Trump? How could you possibly vote for anyone who will not stand against infanticide? How can you vote for anybody who will not stand up for the 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 free market system? You know, there's it, they've gone so far beyond anything I recognize as Western civilization now that there is no there is absolutely no choice. If the election were held today, there is no choice. And so I, I understand that. However, if he would try just to knit together just a little bit by 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 softening this rhetoric just a little bit, it would be easier to seal the deal. Do you Maybe. agree? May, well, yeah. I mean, stepping back, of course, if I were in the White House advising him, I would go over the speeches and then take out the stuff that's extreme. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to do it anyway. He'll just ad lib it. Yeah, I'm yeah. just going to say that. But yeah. he's not going to listen it yeah. because he gets whipped up. And in his soul or in his being, fiber, he's angry. And, and I would wants, be too. He I, I wants will... to be in a. He wants to be an Avenger. He wants to be an Avenger. Good trade. And that's his presentation. And he'll either live or die on it. Um, I don't expect him to modify. I, I, all my research shows that he has never, in his entire life, modified. The only person that he listened to in his entire life was his father, Fred. And Fred's not here anymore. I um... so. I think you can expect him to slash and burn, and I don't think he's going to dwell on Mueller much longer. But once the uh, other two reports drop, then he's going to go to town. Hmm. Bill O'Reilly, thank you very much. Again, his book, The United States of Trump, How the President Really Sees America, goes on sale in September. Uh, You can pre-order now. Thank you so much, Bill. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. weekend. Bye-bye. All right. Cryptocurrencies. Let me talk to you a little bit about that. Blockchain technology. It's going to play a significant role in our future. Um, and and I don't know. It could play out either way. I am a um, optimistic catastrophist. I, I believe that this what we are headed for is absolute catastrophe. But if we keep our heads, if we keep cool, uh, keep calm and carry on, we're going to be fine. Uh, but I don't see a lot of people holding on to their heads. Um 
blockchain technology is going to change things. And it really is, I think, going to free us up of a lot of different things. Uh, security is one of them. Security with our money, being able to have access to your own money without without the banking system and the governments of the world uh, dictating exactly what you can and cannot do with it. It is becoming more and more important. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with Bitcoin. I don't know what's going to happen with cryptocurrency. Uh, but I can tell you what we have now is not going to be here. It's just not going to last this way. It won't. It's an, it's an antiquated system, and it will not last. So what do you do? Well, the first thing you have to do is educate yourself. I want you to get uh, into the Smart Crypto course. This is something we've asked Tika Tuari to do. He is one of the leading um, uh, experts on cryptocurrency and blockchain and how it's traded and, and what all of that means. And he's giving you a crash course. It's Smart Crypto Course. Go there, smartcryptocourse.com. Educate yourself before you do anything. Smartcryptocourse.com or call 877-PBL-BECK, 877-PBL-BECK. Get more information there uh, or smartcryptocourse.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Like, that's crazy. Uh, Stu, uh, a committed group, and I use this word committed uh, very carefully here. A committed group of flat earthers, people who believe that the earth is actually flat and not a globe, are planning a visit to Antarctica, which they believe is at the very end of the world. According to Forbes, they are now organizing a cruise to Antarctica. I want to go just to watch. (laughs) The Flat Earth International Conference is uh, spearheading the trip. Uh, They believe that the edge of the earth is somewhere in Antarctica, and he believes he has or will have proof. This is the leader of this group. He said, quote, when we look at Antarctica, if you take a globe and you squish it down, the Antarctic will go all the way around the earth. It's kind of like an ice shore, and it's very, very large. It's like you, you just don't go there and peek over it. Because we don't believe anything can fall off the earth because a big portion of the flat, a big portion Mm -hmm. of the flat earth community Mm -hmm. believes that we are in a dome, a lot like a snow globe. We're just living on (laughs) the inside instead of the outside, I guess. So he continued, the sun, the moon, the stars are all inside this globe. It's very high, but it's all contained inside. So there's no way to actually fall off the earth. So, well, a snow globe, though, is flat on the bottom. It's a half a globe, right? So that's not inconsistent with their flat earth analysis. And if So we're living have, in the Truman Show? Yeah, kind of like a Truman Show, right? Right. Like in, so they're going to run into the wall. But he says the sun and the moon and the stars are all inside. It's very high. But it's all contained. So is there a wall and all of that is just the dobe is like the globe is like uh, more of a right. a giant rectangle with with little corners up at the top. But it's like mm. really, 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 really high. I, maybe I, I guess my question would be, why don't you go east or west? Why go all the way to Antarctica 
if it's flat, just go like on the equator where the weather's nice and just keep going. What's he going to do when he goes around Antarctica all the way and ends up at the same place they started? Uh, they're not going to go that far, Glenn. <laughs> I hate to break this to you. I mean, uh, that's not going to happen. Flat earthers. Flat earthers. Committed. You're listening to Glenn Beck. You came in and you were a client of Planned Parenthood or another abortion clinic? Another abortion clinic. Twice. Well, another abortion clinic for my first abortion, then Planned Parenthood. Okay. And the first abortion clinic was a nightmare. Yeah. And they gave you the morning after pill? No, no, no. I had the surgical abortion there. the surgical abortion. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... The second abortion? You was went, the medication abortion. And that was the... That's night. the RU-46. Right. Yeah. And uh, at least in the film... Yeah, it was even worse in real life, yeah. And is, is that what it's usually like for women? Yes. Yeah. But we, we would... Well, so it sort of became a joke at the clinic because the ma- management wants to increase the medication abortion because um, in many states you don't have to have a doctor on site to give out that medication. So they don't have to pay a doctor mm-hmm. to give out the medication. So they wanted to increase that number. Planned Parenthood's goal was by 2020 to have 50% of their abortions be the RU46 pill abortion because it costs less for them if you don't have to have a physician there performing the abortion. And um, so it sort of became a joke in the clinic because I hated the medication abortion process. I knew that we were lying to women. I had gone through it myself. By what do you mean by lying to women? Oh, we were telling them, oh, it's just like a heavy menstrual cycle, just some minor cramping, a little bit of bleeding. I knew that was a lie. And... uh. So it became a joke in the clinic because every time we would have um, patients there for medication abortions, I would talk them out of it and talk them into doing a surgical abortion, mm. which then takes longer. We can't do it that day. And so my boss stopped letting me counsel the medication abortion clients because I was actually giving them the truth mm. of what those procedures were like. Explain what it's like. Um, so most of the time women pass clots the size of lemons or bigger, um, that can last for eight weeks. Oh my gosh. Uh, sometimes, uh, women, well, a lot of times the, the medication abortion procedure won't work. So it will kill the baby. The Mifeprex that you take will kill the baby, but the misoprostol will not be effective at actually removing the baby from the uterus. So uh, if it does, the misoprostol's job is to cause cramping, to cause the cervix to contract and the uterus to contract and expel the baby. You expel the baby into the toilet. You flush it down the toilet. Oh, my gosh. If it doesn't work, which many times it doesn't, especially if you're further along in your pregnancy, then part of the baby may come out, but part of it may still be left inside of your uterus. So then you have to go back for a surgical abortion anyway. Um, 
and then you're recovering from a surgical abortion on top of the traumatic event you just experienced with the medication abortion. It's unbelievable. You can listen to the whole discussion in its entirety tomorrow, either on iTunes or YouTube. You really don't want to miss this one. I'm Hillary. That's your four minute buzz. And now here's Glenn. This is really, uh, this is really an important weekend um, for uh, abortion. I think this movie unplanned comes out. It has rated R rating. Um, it is a movie that I think people are going to say, oh, I don't want to, you know, I should go see that, but I don't want to. It's really uplifting. It's not a dirge. It's really not. Um, it will make you feel, honestly, it will make you feel like you're about to win on this. Uh, it will convince your children what abortion really is. Take your teenage children to it this weekend. I urge you, urge you, please go see this. Uh, it is the story of the woman you just heard. Um, and it's really well done. You're going to like it. It opens in theaters today. You will not leave the theater the same as when you went in. And you don't have to go through all of the pain and emotion that you you know, might have gone through, like with Schindler's List. This is an important movie, but it's also a good film. It's a, uh, or an important film, but it's also a good movie. Uh, it's unplanned in theaters today, wherever you are. Please go see it and take some friends. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I am filled with hope recently uh, on so many fronts. I believe that this is, is all coming undone because people, people, Americans are good. We might vote for different people, but Americans are good and they are decent. They are hopeful. They are not hateful. Um, they're not racist. Do we have racists in our country? Yeah. They're racist all around the world of all different colors. We are different here. And I believe, I believe, I'm just going to call it evil. Anything that takes away the rights of man and, and moves them into a collective is evil, in my opinion. Um, and I believe evil has overplayed its hand. And I want to talk about one thing specifically, the hope of of ridding ourselves of abortion and i really truly believe it's going to happen in my lifetime and it could be sooner than we think something's going on in america and it's happening in state after state i want to point out one state in one minute this is the glenn beck program uh, the IRS is warning taxpayers and businesses and tax professionals, watch out for predators right now. This is the time where people really can uh, just be robbed blind. Everything about them, all of their information can be stolen because of, you know, filing the tax returns. I highly recommend LifeLock. Don't let this happen to you. Don't let somebody steal your refund, your identity, your social security number, your address, your banking records, your tax IDs, all of that stuff. If that gets out, you're toast. And then how do you fix that? Well, the good thing is, is if you have LifeLock, they have uh, U.S.-based uh, restoration specialists that are going to restore everything to the way it's supposed to be for you, which is so well worth the price of admission on this. LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Beck. You're going to save 10% off your first year of coverage. It is really well worth it. Please, LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Beck. 
No, I moved to Texas um, for a couple of reasons. Well, I mean, let me say this. I moved to Texas because I felt um, uh, guided to uh, Texas. I, I felt that we, this is where we were supposed to be. My wife and I both did through prayer. Um, however, intellectually, I moved here for a couple of reasons. Uh, it's, uh, I thought, one of the last places that, where freedom really exists. Uh, Texas has created about 50% of all of the jobs during the, the Great Recession. Uh, it was Texas that pulled us through. Uh, and thank you, Texas. And I know they would just tip their hat and say, hey, not a problem. Uh, but I think even Texas is uh, struggling now uh, and will struggle because I think we're about to lose it because of the influx of Californians. And it's it's really kind of losing its uh, understanding of what has made Texas so different. One of the states that was in the running, but I didn't think I could get anybody to move there because they were all moving from New York City was utah and had i had to do it all over again i think i would do utah because utah is not the state that it used to be it's not some you know far out west kind of uh, pioneer state it is now a high-tech hub and its economy is booming uh governor of uh, utah is joining us now he has been the governor this is your third term term isn't it governor it is. This is my, I'm in my 10th year now, yeah. Glenn. Uh, and uh, I talked to you earlier this week, and I, I wanted to get you on the air um, for the one reason that you are uh, signing in a couple of bills that the legislature has passed uh, on abortion. And I think I think that there is a I think there's a movement happening in the country for the first time, people are willing to look at this because those who have been saying, you know, rare and legal and safe don't mean those things anymore. Uh, they don't mean rare. They're shouting their abortion and they want it after birth, which is terrifying to me. Um, well, tell me what you guys have done in the state. Well, thank you, Glenn. I'm honored to be on with you. And by the way, uh, before we start, I have to say to you, it's not too late to get a home in Utah. <laughs> We'd love to have here. Here. We just had a new blanket of snow this morning. The skiing is great. The greatest snow on earth, and our economy is humming. Well, I will tell you uh, this, Governor. I, I got a call from uh, Vineyard, uh, Utah. I've never heard of Vineyard, Utah. Uh, yes, I know uh, Vineyard. And uh, I got a call from uh, Brooker's Founding Flavors Ice Cream. It's a new store <laughs> that started. And uh, you, ha- you, they had me at... Uh, 18% uh, butter fat in their ice cream. I just want to say. Well, uh, I, I know Doug Ducey, who's the governor of Arizona, started Cold Stone Creamery. And yeah. I, he said, I sure love Utah because per capita, we're number one when it comes to consuming oh, yeah. ice cream. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, we're number one in a lot of good things. Yeah. But uh, feel welcome to come to Utah. We'd love to have you here. Thank and, you. Uh, uh, I, I, I hear what you say um, about this abortion issue, which has been. Uh, kind of divided our country since Roe v. Wade in 1973. I do echo what Ruth Bader Ginsburg said, that this should have been decided legislatively and not by nine people in black robes. I think the country would have been much better off if we didn't have activism from the court and let state by state by state as sovereign states, in fact, determine these issues legislatively. And clearly, what has come out of this is clearly a, um, a, a loss of, of, I guess, elevating people's lives and humanity. And we just have a different form of birth control now called abortion. Yeah. 
Hmm. That's not what it was designed to do or to be. And what the promise was before, uh, as you said, I think, uh, safe, legal, and rare, is anything but rare. And that's so, unfortunate, I think, for us as human beings. So the legislature in Utah just passed a couple of a couple of bills. One, thank you as a father of a uh, child of special needs. Thank you for taking a stand on uh, the most humbling among us, those with Down syndrome. You, you guys pass this and you're about to sign this in. Tell me what it is. Yeah, so we've said that you, if you choose to have an abortion simply because you have a Down syndrome uh, child, that that's not appropriate, just as we would want it not discriminate against individuals with Down syndrome in our society, uh, we shouldn't, in fact, discriminate against them in utero. And so we've passed a law, which I have signed now, which says that that's not a, a reason to have an abortion, to say, well, my child will have Down syndrome. Uh, the other one is uh, we've signed into law is that we've moved it to 18 weeks as far as the timeline. So uh, you cannot have an abortion in Utah under this law after 18 weeks. There are typical exceptions that we have in the law. Uh, a woman's life at risk, you know, if you have a rape or incest. There's some other uh, exceptions to there for um, brain damage of, a, of the fetus, etc. But it's we've moved it to 18 weeks with the belief that we are, in fact, stating to the world, we believe in the sanctity of life, and we need to be pro-life, and I'm unabashedly and unapologetically pro-life, and I think that most of America feels that same way. So, Governor, let me ask you this, because it's moving the opposite direction. Technology is, you're going to be able to live outside the mother's body, um, you know, at four weeks eventually probably um so it's moving in the other direction uh that it's viable i think it's georgia that just passed the heartbeat i mean when we stop when when somebody stops at an accident the first thing they do is is anybody alive check the heartbeat when you hear the heartbeat that's when you know it, that person is alive they're going now for the heartbeat law, which they're going to come under all kinds of scrutiny and trouble for that. But doesn't that make sense where we should be going and headed? Well, when I was in the Army doing my basic training, I can tell you that's exactly what my first aid classes taught us. First check for a pulse, heartbeat, clear the airway, and then treat for shock. Stop the bleeding and treat for shock. That was the order of things. He always checked the pulse and heartbeat. That was a first. sign of life. Yeah. And so I agree with what George is saying. I think the heartbeat aspect of this, which you can detect after six weeks, ought to give us all pause. That's a sign of life. And what would we want to do to interfere with that progress uh, in the womb, particularly, until it's, it's uh, ready to be born? Why would we want to interfere with that? It ought uh, to pick our consciences to say, what we're doing here is probably not what... We would do as humanity, uh, whether it's a religious belief or just the values that we have of, as human beings and an association one with another. But the heartbeat issue, I think, is one that's always bothered me. In my view of being pro-life is when that heartbeat's detected, that certainly is a sign of life. Uh, we're talking to uh, Governor Gary Herbert, uh, the governor of uh, Utah, who has... Um, I reached out to him earlier this week and, and really wanted to know if anybody... Um, in his office could even uh, attend this uh, screening. And he immediately said, I I'll be there. 
Um, and so you're coming tonight. Uh, we're we're going to come down. In fact, I'm bringing the first lady. Uh, she wants to be there, and I'm going to try to bring the first son. Uh, so, um, uh, again, I think it sounds exciting. I've seen the trailer. I don't know the movie and I don't know, uh, Miss Johnson. Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Abby uh, Johnson. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's surprisingly uplifting. It's not a dirge. It's not one of these, you know, movies you have to see. It's a movie that you'll be glad you saw because you'll, you'll leave there, um, uplifted. It's got a great message to it, but I'm telling you, if your teenagers go, they made it rated R for a reason to stop teenagers from being allowed into it. Because if your teenager sees it, they will forever be anybody who sees this, your conviction of this is murder will happen when you see this movie. Well, I, again, it should give us pause, and it should give us opportunity to think through what we've done, maybe reverse our, our uh, what we have as policy in this country. And uh, I, you mentioned science, Glenn, and I do believe that's an important aspect of what's happening now. It's, if we have a child born premature, um, there, science is able to save their life. Uh, in a much earlier time, more premature preemies, you know, are being saved now because of science and advancement in science that we have ever before in our history. Well, if we can do that to save a child that's born premature, again, why would we not, in fact, want to save a child that comes out for whatever reason? And I guess some of the horror stories we're hearing as we let this uh, uh, premature uh, uh infant sit there and gasp and just die because we won't assist it and that's the part i find just really hard to understand why would you not assist anybody who's gasping for life trying to breathe and and trying to be uh, viable and yet we have somebody that would say no we'll just if it can't survive on its own it will die be like you being under water and and having a uh, 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 aqua system, you know, and somebody pulls the plug on you and you gasp there and say, well, if you can't do it on your own, we'll just let you die. Mm. I, I mean, it's very similar. And I, I think science is certainly uh, teaching us that, the, that there's uh, opportunities for them to survive outside the womb with science and scientific help. And that ought to happen. We ought to be there to pre- prepared to, to, to help that unborn child survive. Gary Herbert, Governor of Utah. We'll see you tonight, sir. Thank you so much. Thank All you. All right. Thank you, Glenn. Great God to bless. You. you bet. Um, I just uh, uh, I'm going to take a break, and then a personal note on the other side. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Uh, Tanya and I started it, and we started it with my brother Robert um, because. Uh, we were so frustrated. I've sold my house so many times because I work in radio. And so we were always moving around. And I don't know how many times I've, I've lived in so many different states all across the country. And I don't know how to find a good real estate agent. This is the biggest decision you'll make. This is your financial. This is the biggest financial decision you ever make is your house usually. And I have no idea how to find somebody who's good. And I started doing some work with some um, real estate uh, companies around the country and started meeting all of these real estate. I mean, these are the best. These are the like 500 best, uh, according to the Wall Street Journal. They do this list every year. So I started listening to them, and I realized 
people don't have any idea of what it really takes to be a good real estate agent. Because I've never heard anybody say those things before. It's really simple. It's very simple. So we started looking for real estate agents that are the best in the country, the best in your area. Who knows these secrets? Who knows how to get the job done? That's the list we've compiled. And we not only said who's the best, we also then put them through another uh, uh, hoop. Are they listeners to the show? Are they somebody who believe in the Constitution? Do they have your values? Can you do a job on a handshake? Those are the kind of people that we are going to recommend when you're looking for a real estate agent, either to buy or sell a house. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. They'll get your home sold fast and for the most amount of money, and they will help you find the right house in the right neighborhood. Realestateagentsitrust.com. We have one anywhere near you in the country. Realestateagentsitrust.com. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. I, a, a very personal note. Um, I'm volunteering my time. I don't, I, I don't know the filmmakers. I mean, I've met them. I don't know anybody but Abby Johnson. Uh, I'm not making any money off of any of the film or anything else. Um, I'm promoting this movie so hard, and it is open in a thousand theaters nationwide this weekend. And I'm promoting it because I believe in its message, but also because halfway through, I saw Abby at CPAC, and it was so loud, and we were in such a tight crowd. I just hugged her when I saw her, and I whispered in her ear, Abby, I believe, <laughs> I believe this is going to end in my lifetime, and it will have a lot to do with you. It's up to each of us to teach our children. It's also up to each of us to do our part. I'm ashamed when I go to, you know, uh, pro-life things, and I see it's mainly it's mainly Catholics. I mean, Catholics have been doing this really well. They've been holding this this uh, tide uh, back for all of us for so long, and each of our religions, each of our faiths, have got to get involved. And that's why this week I have concentrated really on my faith. But whatever your faith is, please, please get your church, your faith, your civic group, whatever it is, your pack of friends to start standing up. I have uh, I've reached out to the the uh, the 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 highest echelons in Utah in in all categories this week. And in my faith, because I believe we're being watched, I believe in the covenant made in, uh, in America, I believe in divine providence, I believe that we were a blessed nation. 
And I believe that we may have even be blessed with more time because of what has happened with our stance because of President Trump with Israel. Say what you want about President Trump, but I will tell you, I think he bought us more time with divine providence because of our stance on Israel. But as I see us debate things that, and please do your own homework, look this up. Even the people who voted for Adolf Hitler stood against infanticide. Even the Germans stood against this, and we are so quiet about it. We cannot be a protected nation. We cannot call on divine providence if we don't pass this test. Personally, there are two things on my heart. One, I'm tired of my faith being an outcast. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe he is the son of God. We believe he is the only savior of the world. I have been disinvited from pro-life groups because of my faith. And I have, I have still prayed for those events and still promoted those events. But my faith has stood up, but we're awfully quiet. And this weekend is a weekend for people of my faith to show other faiths. We are in the fight with you. The other thing that is on my heart is we have to all come together. I don't care if you are a person of faith, what faith you're in, or no faith. This may be our last call. If we cannot stand for this, what will we stand for? This movie opens this weekend, and it could go away quietly. But I'm telling you, Abby Johnson, her story is a gift from God at this time that this movie has divine providence. It's not the greatest movie I've, I've ever seen. It's just a good movie. And it will convict your children. And the MPAA is trying to make sure your children don't go see it. And it's uplifting. It's not a dirge. Please go see Unplanned wherever you are this weekend. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, 23 uh, and me. 23 and me um, will help you really look at your your body, uh, look at your health, uh, look at the things that you may be a carrier of that you might pass on to your children, the things you have to do to keep your body in shape that make you different than the person that's driving the car next to you. It will also help you um, discover your genealogy. So join me and my family on this uh, venture with 23andMe. That's uh, the number 23andMe.com slash back. Get your DNA kit uh, and find out all about you, 
your life, your health, the things that you may have coming, the things that you should be aware of, and also your past. Where did you come from? Who? Um, who do you need to be grateful for for the life that you live today? 23andme.com slash Beck. That's 23andme.com slash Beck. The movie is unplanned. It is in theaters tonight. Glenn will be in Utah to see it with you. Go to glennbeck.com for all the details. Uh, welcome to the uh, welcome to the uh, program. Uh, Joe Biden is in an interesting place. Um, oh, yeah. He's in trouble, Glenn. Yeah, he is in trouble. You know, mm-hmm. this guy wants to run for president and, mm-hmm. and he has these antiquated views. I mean, do you believe this? Well, he's an old guy. Yeah, he is. So and, he's, you know, a lot of old people said crazy things back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, well, he's 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 corrected himself a little bit. But is it enough? In 1981, he was a senator and uh, the evil anti-choice side of the argument mm. decided they wanted to have a constitutional amendment to allow individual states to overturn roe versus wade mm-hmm. the amendment which the national abortions rights action league or NARAL, called the most devastating attack yet on abortion rights cleared a key hurdle in the senate judiciary committee in march 1982 support came not only from republicans but from a 39 year old second term democrat joseph robinette Biden Jr. I cannot yes, take that's it, his middle name. I cannot take it seriously whatenever you say his middle name. Robinette. Robinette. Uh, he says, I'm probably a victim or a product, however you want to phrase it, of my background, Mr. Biden, a Roman Catholic, said oh, at the time. Oh, my A gosh. victim of his Catholicism. Wow. Oh, my gosh. The decision, he said, was the most difficult vote he's cast as a U.S. senator. Now, of course, advanced to today, and obviously you can't be on record voting uh, to allow a state to overturn the right to kill your kid. So we've advanced now to his 2015 explanation of that vote. And he said his new uh, explanation of how super mega Doppler pro-abortion he is, is this. I'm prepared to accept that at the moment of conception, there's human life and being, but I'm not prepared to say that to other God-fearing or non-God-fearing people that have a different view. He said in, in 2015. So they're now, you know, the left is trying to figure this out. No, but, but, I mean, you know, seriously, you know, back in Germany, you know, I'm sure there was a Beck around there someplace. And and we would all vote for that Beck to be, you know, master of the universe. If they said back in the day, you know, I, I'm I believe that the Jew is just like me. But who am I to say anything to any God fearing or non God fearing person yeah. that doesn't view a, a Jew that way? Apply this to anything. Anything. Listen to that. I'm prepared. Puppy dog. I'm prepared to accept that blacks and whites are equal, but I'm not prepared to say that to other God fearing or non God fearing people that have a different view. I'm prepared to accept that men and women are equal, but I'm not. I'm not prepared to uh, say that to other God fearing people. I'm prepared to say that straights and gays are equal, but I'm not. I will never step out and prepare to say that to other God fearing or non God fearing people. To the point, Glenn, that we are now so far beyond any of that stuff. It's I'm prepared to accept that Christian bakers should sell wedding cakes to to gay weddings, but I'm not prepared. 
to say that you other God-fearing or non-God-fearing people who have a different view. You could have put any one of our laws in here, and all of the ones we mentioned, even our jokey ones, don't even come close to the issue of life and death. You, no, this was the this was the this was the argument of those who protected the slave trade. Look, I believe, mm-hmm. I believe that blacks are humans, mm-hmm. that blacks are not inferior, that blacks shouldn't be enslaved. But who am I to say that to the South? Yeah. I don't know. A fellow human being. Fighting for the rights of other individuals, yeah. the constitutionally guaranteed right to life. How about that? I, I want to, uh, I want to play uh, something I'm, I'm doing in uh, a uh, podcast. If you haven't listened to our podcast yet, uh, they're really, really good, um, and they're getting better every week, I think. the um, They're sometimes 40 minutes or sometimes 90 minutes uh, of just a one-on-one, civil, quiet conversation with people who are extraordinary in one way or another. I think last, was it last week, the guy who jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge? That was That was one of the most unbelievable stories I've ever heard, and how he was saved? If you if if you don't believe in divine providence, listen to this one. It, it was incredible. This week it's Abby Johnson, and I want to play something that took my breath away. Absolutely took my breath away. Now this is Abby is not just somebody who you know infiltrated and got inside and had a tape. This is a woman who won the Planned Parenthood. National Employee of the Year. So she was running their clinic. She knows how it works. Now, Planned Parenthood always tries to make it about the women. But I want you to hear how this is run as a business. Listen to this. Planned Parenthood has done a really good job. And the abortion, the abortion business in general has done a really good job of Convincing people that, you know, abortion is just this unfortunate decision that women sometimes Mm -hmm. have to make. Mm -hmm. So if they're going to make it, better that they make it in a safe, Mm -hmm. quote-unquote, clinic. Um, They don't talk about how they are actually selling patients on abortion that look that's the whole purpose of Planned Parenthood being in our public school system it's not to provide it's it's not really to provide sex education to our kids the purpose of them being in the public school system and in some private school systems is so that they can develop a relationship with your child starting in kindergarten When your child gets old enough and they start going through puberty and they start having questions about sex, the educators are there to say, and I know they say this because I was an educator and I said this, you can't go to your parents about how you're feeling right now. They won't understand. Oh my gosh. They don't know what you're going through, but you can come to me because I've known you since you were five. I've known you since you were in kindergarten. You can trust me. And then the goal is we get these girls into our clinics. And by the time they're 11, 12, 13 years old, we have them 
on a birth control method. Like I said, I'm 38. If you told me, Abby, you have to take a pill at the same time every day within two hours in order for this thing to be effective, I would fail. Okay. <laughs> so if you're asking a 12 year old to do mm-hmm. that, she is, of course, you're, I mean, you're setting her up for failure, but that's the point. They're putting her on a method that has a high human error rate, and they know that. Planned Parenthood's own statistics state that 54% of women who have abortions were using contraception at the time they got pregnant. That's the whole point. Put them on a, a method that has a high human error rate. These girls will fail. Hopefully, before they graduate high school, they will be into our clinics for their first abortion. She goes on to say, once they've had their first, then we get them a new prescription. They fail again in college and they'll have their second abortion. And our whole plan is to have three abortions by the time they're 30. They're at, they actually plan. They are working towards three abortions for every woman by the time they're 30. So they make money. She goes on to talk about how they are taught. And remember, she ran the Planned Parenthood. She was the employee of the year nationally. And she was the employee of the year because she was so effective in selling abortions. If someone was coming in, they don't have prenatal anything. They can't make any money if you want to keep your baby. And so what they try to do, and she explains how it's done, they talk, they sell these girls. It's like a car salesman. And when I said that to her, I said, this is like a really bad used car salesman. She said, that's what we were. She said, what can I do to get you into this abortion today? Hmm. So I'm going to have an ultrasound to show, yes, you are pregnant now. We can get rid of this baby right now. Well, I'm not really sure. Well, this ultrasound is $500. And so I can fold that into, I can give that to you for free and fold that into the price of the abortion if you schedule today. But once you walk out, uh, I can't I can't do that. So you're going to have to pay for an abortion and an ultrasound. And then the follow-up question. So is there any reason we shouldn't uh, schedule your abortion today? It is grotesque. This is the message of unplanned. This is the message that she has. And it is so powerful because she has done it with love. You walk out of this movie and you do feel good. I mean, you, you change and you, you see what it is, but you actually feel good. You feel hopeful. And that is the secret of Abby Johnson. And you will see it in the podcast. You'll hear it in the movie or see it in the movie if you want. Uh, but tomorrow, the podcast, and please send it to everybody you know. She she has compassion for the women who are going in. She doesn't say that they're baby killers. She saved what is it, four hundred or eight hundred? I can't remember how many how many how many people that were nurses and doctors that have come out because she relates to them. There's not been anybody. Relatable. It's been, you're a baby killer, or now stay in here because those people are crazy. Well, I, I'm torn. This is not right. This is not what I thought. I, I've, had, I've had an awakening or whatever it is, and they're trapped, and nobody will welcome them. 
That's the secret of Abby Johnson. And you need to uh, you need to get your kids to pay attention, because I really, truly believe we can wipe this out quickly. I think things are changing rapidly, but we have to stand. We have to stand. Watch the um, uh, the movie Unplanned theaters all across America this weekend, but also the podcast with Abby Johnson. That is a Saturday podcast. You can get it wherever podcasts uh, are downloaded. Uh, just go to iTunes or wherever and subscribe, rate, and review. When yeah. you rate and review, it's really important because that helps other people discover it. And at, uh, at World of Stew on Twitter, I just tweeted a link to all the archives. I think there's 28 episodes so far this is episode 29 this weekend of just long form like really in-depth conversations about all sorts of different topics from technology to life to we got politics one coming up on socialism that's amazing we yeah. have one on capitalism that will hmm. blow your mind blow your mind um, anyway uh check it out it happens every saturday you can uh you can get them wherever you uh listen to uh podcasts blinds.com well spring is here they have um they have covered 15 million windows at blinds.com. 15 million. They have 30,000 five-star customer reviews. Blinds.com, number one choice in America for custom window covering. So whatever you're looking for, if blind shade, shutters, drapes, anything, they will make the entire process easy, giving you a high-end look without the high-end price. And one of my favorite stories is with Stu. He wanted shutters. So he went online, he picked it out, and then he asked the, the consultation people, and they were like, you know, those are nice, uh, but they're really expensive. If you get this, they're just as nice. We kind of like them even more, and they're cheaper. Yeah. How, how much did you save on that? Oh, gosh, it was probably, it was definitely hundreds, if not $1,000 uh, or I mean, more. It, it, um, it, and it was, uh, by the way, uh, they were totally right. I mean, they're awesome. They changed the entire house. I mean, you yeah. can, it really does improve your house and it's something that you can do, uh, you know, without tearing the whole thing up. I mean, they, you can make, they make it super easy. I just like up. companies that kind of are that miracle on 34th street kind yeah. of mentality of like, look, we don't have it, but these people have it. Or look, this is, I mean, we could make a lot more money by gouging your eyes out on this product, <laughs> but this is a better product. That's the way they do business. Blinds.com. Use the promo code B-E-C-K. Blinds.com. Now through April 2nd, you're going to get 40% off on some of their most popular styles, plus an extra 5% off with the promo code BACK. So, I mean, if you're buying one of the popular styles, you're getting 45% off. I mean, that's a great spring sale. Blinds.com. Do it now. Use the promo code BACK. Get an extra 5% off their spring sale. It's promo code BACK at Blinds.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, on Monday, Monday's Glenn Beck Program, we have a uh, special on Beto. Uh, every every week, we are going to, I guess for the next 400 weeks, uh uh, go over another presidential candidate that the left is putting out and tell you who these people really are, their connections, their history and everything else. We have a piece um, from yesterday, Beto on the campaign trail, where he's uh, talking to somebody who says, I, why should I vote for you? You're not, surprisingly, not for reparations. Listen, it was reported that the U.N. says that the U.S. owes black people, more specifically African descendants of, of slavery, reparations. And, but there was a Washington Times article saying that you 
oppose reparations, traditional reparations for black people. So why should I, as a black man, vote for you when you oppose reparations? Thank you for the question and the opportunity to address uh, one of the most important and certainly uh, the most foundational issue for this country, uh, a country whose foundation was literally built on the backs of slaves, those who were brought here in bondage from other countries against their will, who effectively had no ability to enjoy the fruits of their labor, the wealth that they helped to build. There is 10 times the wealth in white America than there is in black America today. And whatever education you receive, that disparity will continue to be there until we make structural changes. The rate of infant mortality in the United States in 2019 is greater between white women and black women than it was in 1850, 10 years before the Civil War started. So I say all this to share with you that I begin and just begin, I will acknowledge, to understand some of the challenges and some of the wrongs that we have committed and the need for reparation. Wow. So he's in now he's for it, it seems like. And also I'm not really he, sure. I don't I'm know where he is. When he said we have committed, I'm surprised. He's, you know, because I didn't commit any of those things against black people. Nope. So if Beto did, he should tell us the example of how he right. he did these horrible things right. to African Americans. And even your family. My family came here in the late uh, 1800s. But I, 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 so. I don't answer for my family. No, my family is a group of individuals that do things. That they, the, the people that I've never met that were my great-great-great-grandparents are not my responsibility. Should we put... Uh, Charles Manson, if he had any children, should we put his children in jail for his crimes? Should they pay? No, of course not. You're listening to Glenn Beck.